0: Hello, everyone. This is the Halo version of the machinima history. Um, unfortunately, due to the amount of content that the, the, the Halo community has created, and me being out of the loop, I'm not going to really cover everything. But I will give you the prime cuts of what I believe um, has some notable impacts on the machinima community. Um, and just some really good films that were are worth your time. To check out if you can. As always, the links to the films and so forth are going to be in the show notes. Um, So let's get started. So, the story for Halo uh, starts quite interesting that it actually showed up on the scene at a Macintosh presentation by Steve Jobs of Apple back in May of 1999. He actually got the exclusive to show off Halo to the masses. on a macintosh and uh definitely looks different than what you would expect uh when it was released a year later uh but definitely was revolutionary uh definitely stuck to the, its tagline of combat evolved um another interesting side note to this event is that a few months after that the event happened microsoft actually bought out bungie so they definitely saw that there was some potential and the best way they felt to to get it and keep it from anyone else was actually buy the whole company uh, and it would become the flagship game for their Xbox console that was going to be released also in the same year in 2000 or 2001 actually um but moving on so another interesting piece is that uh a, a year later uh during more promotion for um the game and also for nvidia's geforce 2 gts card technology is that they produced Bungie, and nvidia did a collaboration where they did um a trailer presentation of just showing off the new graphical features that their new card the geforce 2 gts uh the gts stands for giga texture shader uh just for the geeks around there and basically did a very slick job of um creating a promo video that showed off all these different uh, techniques, uh, like lighting rasterizers, and uh, just a lot of technical babble that I can't really really pronounce, but basically it was just a really good, cool uh, video presentation that showed Machinima in a way that was promoting two products. you were promoting the The features of a video card that wasn't released yet, but it also tied in with also promoting a game that would be actually using this graphical technology at at the time was really cutting edge and really cool looking and made things a lot more cinematic potential. So moving forward, um, the game itself actually was released for the Xbox in November 15th of 2001. It was really popular. and basically to keep it short and sweet everybody loved it i mean a lot of a lot of people loved it so that's that so fast forward to um one of the very first machinimas that i discovered and probably a lot of other people did as well is that randall glass which is he's very well known for this film which is the warthog jump uh he released it around uh june of 2002 um, and basically it's a really neat three-minute clip that shows off the the ability to use real-time physics and using grenades and seeing what he could do with how to set up with the warthogs and other things such as soldiers and stuff like that and just have a, a just a fun old time with a with some sound effects and some musical tracks sprinkled in to kind of liven it up but it just again back at that time was just really showing the power of um halo's physics engine and doing all this stuff in real time it wasn't pre-rendered or anything like that it, you could just have it you know react to like ragdoll f- physics where you know in real time you can change and could be completely unpredictable of what could happen to do items in the world because you're applying you know gunshots or grenades uh and that was very popular and then fast forward a little bit more we go into 2003 obviously the biggest one for that one is red versus blue as most people know they premiered um their series on april 1st april Fools of 2003 um there's a famous story that goes along with it is that bernie burns didn't think it was that popular you know so he kind of put the file, the famous episode of Why Are We Here, on a, an unused server that he had in his office at the internet service provider that he was working at at the time with Gus and Jeff. And uh, unbeknownst to him, but someone on his staff actually came to his office and said, you know, something's, something's up. The bandwidth for the company is going through the roof and we just don't know why, but we, we managed to to locate the source of it somewhere in your office. He's like, do you know anything about it? And Bernie's like, uh, nope, looking at the offending machine. So when the IT guy left, he immediately unplugged it because he didn't want to get into trouble. But, you know, just think with that popularity, fast forward a few weeks later, they were getting over 100,000 downloads of that episode. And then a few more months after that, they reached a million. So again, he didn't think, much of it, but it completely changed his life, obviously, and a whole bunch of other people's lives, you know, because they really created a community that really changed, really binded people together, not just with machinima stuff, but with anything else, they really, really took the community to heart, even to this day. And it definitely me personally, it has affected my life in positive ways, and to other people as well. You know the good the bad and the ugly but again that's life but it's still not something to be understated that they definitely had an impact good bad or indifferent it's undeniable so moving on the um pc version of halo actually came out in september so just uh three months five months later so not too long but Finally, people on the PC could enjoy what the whole hoopla was about it, Um, you know, just two years later, about one and a half years later. Um, Moving on, uh, another Halo series that was really popular in the vein of Red vs. Blue, but with their own spin of it, is Fireteam Charlie. Fireteam Charlie was really popular. Um, Back in the day, it had three seasons worth of content. Uh, It was produced by two guys out of Canada, but definitely something to check out. Moving on further, uh, in 2004, still keeping in line with, you know, very strong push of custom content that Bungie released Halo PC Custom Edition. It was uh, released on May 6th of 2004. Um, Believe it or not, even to this day, um, in 2022, uh, the community for custom content for Halo PC uh, is still going strong. Um, there was actually a documentary that was released a few better a, a few weeks ago that actually still chronicled that um, that community still going strong and the impact that it has on on people. Just you know, doing what we do best, what people do best with their creativity is they just continue to understand try and figure it out and create stuff that they, they want to see possible. So moving on even further that, um, you might not be familiar with, with this series, but it's important because it had an impact on my life and in several other people's lives because it was a perfect story of fandom kind of spinning out, but actually growing into their own right where, There was a group of people the idea was broached um in in june of 20 2004 um in the forums of red versus blue somebody had this idea to you know create a series that would kind of give an homage to red versus blue but kind of give it its own unique twist so the basic premise was to kind of do in a comedic story of the clashing between the sponsors of Red versus Blue, where the sponsors would pay ten dollars and they would have access to um, high res videos, which back then was a big deal because again quality was diff- was definitely bigger and better. Um, bandwidth was expensive, but you know again the ten dollars made up for it, and you also got a DVD of the season at the end of the run, so it was a twofer. But you had this other conflict where you have people that don't want to pay for it they want access to that and they feel that they're entitled to it. So to sort of do an homage and tie it together with just sort of the drama that was happening in the forums, they created sponsors versus freeloaders and for the first four episodes, they kind of it worked with that dynamic where you know they were trying to deal with you know the freeloaders and the sponsors were, we're trying to maintain the defense to keep the, you know, the high-res video vault key from the Freeloaders. And it was a very solid series. And then they did something really unusual. And they, I believe they did a really good job of it, is that after the first four episodes, you know, you can only make fun of the, the Freeloaders and, and, you know, squeeze the story out of that for so long. So they took a great risk and they, they created this five-episode arch that switched it from completely comedic to now you have a drama that deals with darker tones and more serious topics of just dealing with the situation of the sponsors actually dealing with their very survival as an unknown threat uh invades blood gulch and all these new characters are injected into the story and internal conflicts start um bubbling over and so on and so forth but it was it was entitled the Flame War Saga, and basically they did a very good job in terms of visuals, the soundtrack, and the voice acting to sort of, you know, up their game as most should when you're trying to continue to grow in your skills and whatnot with your content to keep moving forward. Um, unfortunately, they, they didn't finish the saga, but you know you got five really solid um, episodes to to chew on. Um, Moving on, there is a website that actually was created in July of 2004. Uh, Again, this is pre-YouTube, so it's quite an interesting um, perspective. I mean, a prospect, actually, and it was a a website called halotv.net. They were offering, their tagline was that here we have a website that offers 24-7 machinima content, you know, Halo machinima and... You know, also clan match halo clan matches with the commentary. Also a dedicated red versus blue channel with round o'clock red versus blue content. You know, again, this is pre-Youtube, so um definitely something that was you know, something again moving up the the ladder of just new ways to consume content and whatnot, pre-Youtube, and I thought that was a pretty interesting situation. Or gift to the community so to speak um moving on uh someone was with some extra a lot of time on his hands but also again like a lot of these custom projects come out out of just the question can i do it or i really want to see it happen um there was a specific video called the matrix halo remixed and this individual um what they did is they took the audio from the movie and shot by shot recreate it in halo as best they could with the spartans being all the different characters like trinity and and the cops and the agents and so on and so forth so you had just the first five minutes intro and the person trying to reproduce it shot by shot with movements and all that other stuff um so definitely something to check out um another interesting film that also came out after this was The Heart is a Lowly Hunter. Uh, It was released to the public in October of 2004. Um, It was a 30 minute straight through comedy film with multiple characters, definitely really good voice acting, so and so forth. And it definitely as one, they actually had the film was was good enough that it was actually uh, placed on a magazines CD uh, collection. So it was definitely into the masses that bought the magazine. Uh, but their tagline was basically saying it was a red versus blue, but funnier. But, you know, even 20, about 19 years later, it's still solid. I've actually just recently watched it again, just to refresh my memory. And it still holds up even to this day. Um, the other interesting thing, um, Bernie actually, um, was saying, uh, in one of his reports of the promotions for Halo 2 is that he was reporting undercover from Camp Bungie about how they were having secret access to see how they could perform uh you know new machinima stuff on the Halo 2 game before its release. Um and they were able to to really take advantage of that, I believe, because you know the next iteration of Red vs Blue definitely was able to take advantage of the new techniques that they were able to use you know, pre-learning the the platform before everybody else. Um, So the other thing that has also happened too is that Halo 2 comes out. It also came out in November 9th of 2004. Um, Unfortunately, there wasn't much new content that I could tell. Um, Most of the stuff that I could see for the most part, seemed to stick with Halo 1, but there are several um, shows that I believe did actually use Halo 2. Um, One of them is one I'm gonna be talking about in a few minutes, but for the most part, most of the content I saw with Halo 2, there wasn't much, but again, I could have missed it because of all the content that was created and also me being kind of out of the loop. Um, But moving on, we have for, for 2005, uh, we definitely have some interesting bits. Um, so the first one is the creation of, um, the codex series, the codex series was done by, uh, a team by Edgeworks entertainment. They, again, like the sponsors versus freeloaders, they, unlike that team, which went from comedy to drama, this one is pure drama from the, from the get go. And they, mapped out 21 episodes. They're 3 to 5 minute pieces. You know, the longest one which was the season series finale which clocked up at 13 minutes. So definitely easy stuff to choose to chew on. And then it was so popular that they actually managed to put together a prequel which was entitled The Heretic and that also went for a few episodes as well. So definitely um something Different because again, of being exposed to too much comedy might be a bad thing. So again, you can kind of have some balance with some drama. Um, also, the next thing, like I said, uh, Halo Two, um, The Spartan Life, uh, created by Chris Burke. Um, they premiered their talk show series, like um, like they did with uh, with The Quake and uh, Late Night you know late night and late night too. you know, this is being done in uh halo in the halo environment and what's really very very good about um this Spartan life is that fact is they were able to get some very high profile people um the Ilklan being one of them uh the composer for for Halo Marty he was also included Bernie was on it and they did a really in specifically on Bernie's, um, episode. They did a really nice parody of this was a wonderful life as part of a Christmas themed episode. Um, so definitely the, the team definitely did get a lot of, um, really nice guests. To my knowledge, they were able to do seven episodes, but they were broken down into modules. So you had seven episodes and each module you had four or five modules a subset of that so definitely a lot of content um, as well and they definitely got pressed for their for their accolades as well so nothing to really sneeze at Um, another interesting um point to make is that there was and this is something i just discovered just a few days ago Prior to this recording, but it was actually posted back in April of 2015, is that um Lewis Wu's uh HBO, the fans the really, really popular fan site, they had actually had an article about these three churches in 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 Texas that actually seemed to use Halo as a platform to deal with the subjects of Christianity and also how to be um to be good people just in general, and also promoting a weekend thing, I believe for teens, you know, way back when in, in 2005. Uh, but I really think that, again, not expecting, you know, the shooting, the comedy, stuff like that. It was just a really good, solid um, presentation of just using a game and using it as a performance piece, same like what had happened with the French democracy, with the movies this also kind of touches that as well. And I thought they were very good. Um, And it was, you know, good enough that, that Claude, I mean, um, Louis Wu brought it to the people's attention because, you know, with HBO, you know, it's like being slash dotted. If you're on there, people are going to, a lot of eyeballs are going to be going to your site and, you know, you're going to know it real quick. Um, So that's definitely just a refreshing change that, that, Like I said, they're really solid uh pieces and worth checking out. Um, so the last two pieces that I have to mention are is another interesting thing that you probably have heard before, but if not, there was a user um by the name of Amanda J three sixty two. Um she actually um she had a collaboration with the sponsors versus free that's team. And they she actually had an interesting thing she did where she took with the permission of the team, she was able to use green screening and the ability of her editing skills to for the first time that I can tell, I didn't see it in red versus blue when she did it, so I'm ruling it that she's the first. But what she did is she used the green screen technique where she took the background of Halo, the world around Halo, and actually superimpose on top on top of that layer to one of her sims and she did a piece called you're fired where basically you know if you're familiar with the series one of the characters named crows you know is not listening to his commanding officer which is 7r and basically 7r says you know to deal with this problem i need to use a flamethrower so basically uses the flamethrower and basically, while doing that, he roses to a crisp and says, you're fired. You know, this is definitely predating Trump, obviously. But, you know, a very interesting demo piece to show that it's possible. And what's interesting is that, again, like with the the piece that I mentioned just previous to this, with the terms of the Christianity element to using Halo to tell stories in trying to promote or explain you know, Christianity and it's and just being good people that, again, this was just used as a test to show the ability that people have been able to cultivate with their editing skills and using the software provided, you know, not part of the Halo package, but at least using your creative juices to remix things to, to add a bit more kick to it. So that actually... Uh, Lewis Wu actually promoted it on a site as well. He was surprised to her of that as well. And she really got the attention, you know, and it was just, again, one of those things where you don't expect it. You just think it's something you slap together. No one's going to think much of it, but it definitely left an impression. Um, And just it's news it's, it's history noteworthy, because like I said, it showed the attempt to, to combine two, two engines, the Sims, 2 and Halo and trying to use it as you know a story mechanism, which they were going to do, which I'll cover in the Sims 2. So the Sims historical module of this, but basically, you know, was going to do a story that used a spin-off story from the sponsors versus free letter story and create their own spin-off. And it was going to be a merging of the two with Halo doing the Spartan stuff and then the Sims basically doing the the other narrative s- sections as well. So it's a mismatch, but it, it was supposed to be really tight. They did three ap- pre-episodes, three pre-episodes uh, that were very solid. Unfortunately, it didn't go past that. But as I said, I'll, I'll cover that in more detail on the Sims 2 section, the Sim section. But again, noted of the growth that you're trying to, to do with, with what you have. Um, and finally, the last thing which is very important because it dealt with, um, this is in 2007, this was really at a critical juncture where uh, Blizzard, Microsoft, and a couple other companies were trying to figure out, Machinima had gotten big enough that they couldn't ignore it, but they also had to deal with the legal ramifications of people trying to use the content, you know, create content from their material, and they didn't wanna get into trouble with all the legalese So Blizzard and Microsoft wrote up these rule sets, um, but some people felt that the rule sets were too restrictive or they just felt that they weren't being very accommodating. And there was a very good, there was a very well-polished collaboration done between, you know, Phil Overrice, uh, Phil Rice, which is Overman, you know, one of the hosts of the show. Um, He had a collaboration with Crowd Productions They put something together called company rules they used halo and some custom content where phil basically tries to explain you know in layman's terms what the new usage rules were and how you know it would affect people you know it was quite comedic but you know it was just a very good way of using the tools to try and explain something in in plain english in um, using visuals and also audible cues to, to tell you the difference of, you know, what the impact of what you were going to originally be able to do, and what the new rules were, rules impact would have had, but kind of an interesting twist at the end, they find out after the, the film is done, that they changed the rules again, and it didn't really matter. But again, it, it was a very good training module for people to try and understand the rules that were trying to be set in this new world of trying to coexist with the people that created the games, and having to deal with people that spin off that material into their own content, and trying to navigate those, you know, those choppy waters. Uh, but that's it for Halo. Uh, like I said, it could have been longer, but uh, I don't want to overburden people with a lot of stuff that, you know, there's just too much content. And I acknowledge everyone that did the work. You know, not forgotten, but it's just easier just to keep it concise here. Um, so, as I said in the beginning, all the films are in the show notes. So, check them out, have a bit of a nostalgic or a refreshing change for something different. You know, if you haven't touched Halo or haven't seen Halo in a long time, that this is a good refresher to see what people have cooked up. And that's about it. So, I'll see you guys next month. Uh, maybe, depends. This has to depend on the topic that we choose. But for now, Halo is done. Have a good day. Enjoy. And that's it. Thanks, guys.